do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. Parties and this shower house, but still, you know, sleeping on the ground for seven days, which actually was very good for my side out of it. Yeah. Um, but, but you just, I just don't feel clean. And I stopped in West Virginia on the way home yesterday uh, to get gas. Yeah. In South uh, Charleston. And I... And the Kroger had a really good price, and you know we don't have Kroger here, so right. I and of course I had to pee because I had to pee. So I get my gas, and then I pull into the shop to the grocery store parking area, and I go in and go to the bathroom, and I was washing my hands with both warm water and soap. Oh, and I was like. Oh my God, this feels so good. I can't remember the last time I put my hands in warm water and washed them with warm water and soap. I just felt like some kind of crazy primitive. Like, whoo, hot water. Dang, y'all got it here in Virginia. Virginia. Y'all got it going on, huh? Got it going on. <laughs> that Virginia? Well, that that's, I know that feeling though. I know yeah. that exactly what that feeling is. And I think it's ironic too because honestly, when you're camping, usually the water around the rivers and the creeks and stuff are, in my opinion, just fine to, you know, take a bath in or whatever. Uh, but it, you don't feel the same. You just don't feel the same. And this this is a place where there's not there's not creeks that, and stuff that are accessible. I mean, they are on the property because it's like 600 plus acres. And it's part of it's a big nature preserve. So there is water there, but eh. I was doing the little pump station. Have you seen those near Porta Potty? Oh, yeah. You pump it with your foot and you get the water and then you put a little bit of soap on, rinse it off, pump, pump, pump. <laughs> and then they have little paper towels. Ah. So they had that. And then I had, of course, like I always had, uh, have a mask and then uh, some anti, you know, antibacterial stuff. Well, so I don't feel like I got diseased exactly, but man, that warm water felt good. <laughs> I bet it did. So, well, let me ask you then: Was it like super hot? Were you just just miserable? It was, it was funny because there were several days where in the afternoon it got oh hella hot, mm -hmm. but and then in the evening it was cool, and it was like cool, like fifty-two degrees cool. Well, yeah, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, that was very, very pleasant. I actually used a blanket. Uh, oh, in the evening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Instead I like that. Just like a little sarong thing I usually throw over me. <laughs> well, that's, uh, you know what, that's some good sleeping right there. I love it. Was. it. I slept pretty good. I w we had a, a pod of campmates, because when we... They were organizing this festival. They still weren't sure how Ohio was going to come down as far as COVID. Yeah. So we had to we had to set up like our little mini campground area with with people that we knew who were going to be in our pod. Yeah. Oh, your pod. Okay. People in our pod, given the size of where we were. Mm-hmm. 
you couldn't, you know, we were cheek by jowl. And two of them were guitar players, and one of them was a harpist. And so you couldn't walk through anywhere without bumping into some stringed instrument. It sounds like any street in downtown Asheville. And <laughs> when you were saying that, I really was thinking that. You know what they say. I mean, you can't, you can't swing a massage therapist without hitting a guitarist. Exactly. <laughs> or a drum circle. Or a drum circle. How would you swing a drum circle? I think you'd have to swing the, the massage therapist to hit a drum circle. <laughs> oh dear, that sounded awful, didn't it? It did. It sounded like we're talking about swinging. You know. <laughs> you can't. How have you been while I've been gone? You been staying out of trouble? Well, evidently my mind's been in the gutter, but um, yeah, well, you know. Well, never leaves the gutter, as you know. <laughs> I've been, <laughs> I've been busy. I've been studying on our project, and I got to see an old friend, Billy. Matter of fact, uh, I got to see him and meet his daughter for the first time. I was really happy about that. And I believe you mean my daughter. Is that your daughter? <laughs> <laughs> There's something. <laughs> no, bless her heart. She has always had more mamas than any child needed. Oh, um, and then you know her own, her own mama died about what four years ago, I guess. Yeah. Years ago. I was. In, I remember at that memorial service, I was just kind of impressed with how many people showed up. Your place was packed. It was packed. Yeah, and the she stories. Was, uh, was much beloved in this community, I will tell you that. I think she was much beloved. And yeah. I've I've heard various things just through the years, a little bit here or there, about his his daughter, you know, where you might mention it or he might mention it or something. And uh, so I was really looking forward to meeting her. And I tell you, she's, I'm putting her in her mid-30s probably. And, and she was so just self-assured. Confident, happy is the way it seemed anyway, and balanced. And I just, there was just something about her that I instantly was like, yeah, I like this girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could she, get along. Uh, she really did take on, when her mother died, she really took on the mantle of being the matriarch of that family. Well, I bet she's she seems to be doing a good job of it. Of course, I didn't get to see her that long, but... Her impression on me was a very good one. She impressed her I'm elder. I'm so glad. I love that kid. I love that kid so much. Yeah. Well, she... I say kid. Of course, she's a grown-ass woman. Yeah. I yeah. Her. Well... She's got a beautiful singing voice, just like her daddy. Does she? Oh, my gosh. That's interesting. It's so beautiful to hear them sing together, which I have not done in years. And maybe they haven't done in years. I don't know. Well, I intend to take a trip and see them soon. And uh, maybe we can find out. That would be nice. I haven't sat in a room and or anywhere with with Billy with her dad and sung anything in decades, and like four decades. He sang with our singing group Greenwood Consort for a couple of gigs we did. Did he? Yeah. Beautiful He's tenor. Got beautiful voice. Beautiful yeah. voice. I remember the voice very well. Um, we did competitive singing. We all went, I say we, like it's just me and him, but the choral group I was in, and we went down to the Tupperware Auditorium in outside of Orlando, Florida. 
and oh. we we competed with um, a song that wasn't a song. Okay, huh. um, it was a listing of all of the big lakes, and none of it was sung. It was broken up into eight different parts. So we had the four. We had four parts in the females, four parts in the guys. And the song itself had eight different parts, and we spoke it. And so it was all it was all volume, rhythm, tone. You know, it was very percussive. And that was just something that in 1980 they didn't do that back then. And mm-hmm. and uh, we we won. We did well. And uh, yeah. I remember. I still remember. You know, my part. It was Trinidad. And the big Mississippi and the da da yeah and and at one part I was going the Popocatépetl isn't in Canada rather in Malaga 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 Remedy Brennessy Malaga Remedy Brennessy and everybody else was doing that kind of stuff too and uh, you could see Bill over there just he was right across the room from me and he would yeah he was he was good and at lunchtime. There was about six or seven of us geeks who would gather, and we would gather underneath the awning where it was just cement everywhere. It was outdoors, and so you'd come out of the gym, and there was a building across from this wide sidewalk, and there was an awning over it, and it had a a really good sound quality. We'd get in there. And we would we would basically sing whatever it was that we had been working on earlier that morning, and we'd do a little concert about every day for people. Wow! <laughs> and those were the days; those were some of my favorite days. And he was uh, he was always right there, and just one. He was always nice. Even even back then, he was just the nicest person. So. I'm lucky. I've always said that. I've always just kind of found myself around some of the best people. Shana's mom would, she'd get an idea or she'd see something, mm-hmm. and, and she would bring it up to him, and he'd figure out a way to build it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to just have some time to sit and just talk about the old days, the glory days, like Bruce Springsteen said. Mm-hmm. Glory days. Yeah. They really were. And, you know, we scattered like the wind. And I, for some reason, never occurred to me that I might not see him again. I just always knew that we would all meet back up again and be friends. And that's exactly what's happened. And it's it's been very nice. Yeah, and yeah, so. But, but honestly, we never do know that, do we? No. We never know when it's going to be the last time for anything. Right, and I used to think that that was just a young person thing, but it's not. It's a human thing. Yeah. It's the, it has something to do with the way we experience time. I really believe that. I, I really, think you're right. I really do. I've been ruminating on time lately, and that's been kind of the subject going on in my mind. And I'll tell you another one I've been thinking about, and I I can't wait till <laughs> in a thousand years or so when you have plenty of time in your schedule to just hang out and talk. 
I can't wait to get into the discussion with you about music and the magic in it. It's a subject that I've been thinking about honestly for a number of years and I wrote a, a bit of a paper on it a while back. I'd like to find it and maybe put it in the newsletter coming up. But yeah, uh, yeah I think that this is something that is not thought about that much, but is so important to certain people. It's like I'm very sound oriented. I think you are too, though. I think you're more sound-oriented than you might realize. I, I am pretty sound-oriented. Yeah. You you are very responsive to the tones in people's voices. Yes, ma'am. Yep. I am. That makes you a good listener. As you know. <laughs> I do. I, I am a pretty good listener. Have you got anything to dish on about your travels? Have you got any super secret gossip that you could tell us all? <laughs> no. No. Was... Know, this festival, though, I was at the Starwood Festival, mm -hmm. which is at Wisteria. And Starwood has moved around a little bit, but Wisteria is the campground and the, and the nature preserve. And I love that place. I'm there a couple times a year when it's not, you know, COVID time. Yeah. What and state is it? Is, uh, what? What state is it in? It's in southern Ohio in Meigs County. Okay. Okay. And it's, uh, it's old strip mine land that's been, for 30 years, has been being regenerated. And so it's just, I just can't tell you the energy of the place is so beautiful. Wow. And so healing. And I don't say that lightly. You know, there are a lot of people, they're like, oh, but, uh, you know, let me touch you and bring the healing, and, you know, they touch you, and you don't feel anything, but <laughs> this place is, it's very healing, a very, very healing place, and, and the people that live permanently on the land are, you know, they're solid, solid human beings that are, they're filled with love and vision and all that, and then the Starwood folks, they're, you know, they do a great festival, this, this was year number 40, I guess. Wow. Yeah, they've been doing it a long time, different, couple of different locations anyway. And so they, you know, they move in on Wisteria for, I don't know, nine or ten days. And it's just, it's an amazing thing. I encourage anybody, if, you've, uh, if you want to go to a festival, and it's not a pagan festival per se, but it's a, an expanding your mind and consciousness and love, well, there was a new guy that came into camp that la the last day when most everybody else was gone, and he referred to it probably rightly so as a hippie festival. A hippie, it's a hippie festival. Okay. A lot of drumming, a lot of tie dye, huh? a lot of naked, a lot of naked people. <laughs> it's it's good, and I look forward to it every year. And I grabbed the organizers on Saturday before it got too. You know, Saturday night is the big bonfire for every festival and big closing ritual and stuff. Right, right. I grabbed the organizers early in the day and I said, all right, let me know. Am I coming back next year? So I'm going to put it on the calendar. And they said, yes, you are coming back next year. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, so you do. I saw a bunch, a bunch of friends. I made a bunch of new friends. It was it just, 
you know, it was it was seven days of good times. Sold well, a few books, taught some classes. Taught some class. I was going to say, did you uh, did you teach a few classes and did you did you speak? Is was this like a speaking engagement? No, I didn't do like a keynote. You mean like I did at summer solstice? Right. No, I, I just I just taught classes, but they were recording some of the classes. They were recording mine and and making them also virtual for an at home audience. Oh, how and cool! And I did the first one, which is a class on fetches. Oh, cool. That went really well. I mean, I've not gotten any feedback, so I'm assuming it went well virtually. That is. And then my second class was Honey on the Stones, which is the the sex magic workshop. <laughs> and I had the biggest crowd for that one of any class I've ever taught there. Wow. 50, Fifty-three people came to that class. Oh, that's cool. But in. When we were talking about me doing that, the, uh, the organizer I talked to, she said, well, we really want to do that one virtually. And I went, oh, okay, all right. Uh, because I usually do that class in an open row because it's all about body awareness right. and body love. And I just love to shock these little young'uns by having this open robe. And they're like, what, that old woman showing all that? <laughs> to remind them that their body's beautiful at any age and in any condition, you know, all that stuff I did. Right, right. But I wasn't going to be able to do that, so I figured out I was going to wear a, kind of a sheer top and some pants. Well, we had a, a horrific thunderstorm right before I was going to teach. Thunder, lightning, gallons, buckets of rain. So I go up there to teach, and the fellow who's setting up the stage sets up my mic, and, they, you know, we're working through some stuff, and he said, don't touch the mic. I said, what? He said, don't touch it. So I backed up, and there was just, there was rainwater was all over the stage. Ooh. He said, we cannot bring the equipment out in this. So I'm really sorry. I apologize. We can't record this. We can't make this virtual. And I was like, really? It's not going to be recorded? He said, no, ma'am, I'm really, I'm really, really sorry. And I just did it the way I've always done it. Because <laughs> yeah, it wasn't recorded, so I just did it like I've always done. It was great. See, it was meant to be. Uh huh. <laughs> and that's the way this stuff works, kids. And that's how it works. <laughs> so they got the full experience and exposure. Well, and they—it's a fun class. It's just—it's a lot of fun. It's got such an interesting name. Honey on the stone. Yeah, I don't I'm, know where that came from. I might—I might have made that up. Reckon <laughs> I did. Uh, yes, it sounds exactly like something you'd make up. Well, or something I'd steal and pretend I made it up. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but I tell you, I heard from several people uh, about the podcast, how much they loved it. Oh, cool. And I heard from people about um, the cards. The cards. <laughs> so, so tell them, you might catch everybody up about where the cards are at right now. What's going on with them? Well, I wish I could tell you that, um, <laughs> I, I wish I could tell you that I'd done a dang thing on them, but I haven't. I put them away uh, 10 days ago to get ready to get to drive to Ohio, and I just got back late yesterday, yesterday yeah. evening, so I have not done anything on them since then. But here's where they are. 
they are all the images are done everything is pasted up what I have to do now I'm still not happy with that mule I'm just not happy with it okay. so I believe I'm gonna do all the finish work on everything else and then I'm gonna take a good hard look at that mule and I'm either gonna decide it's fine and I'm just being I'm just being overly what I'm being or I'm gonna redo it but mm -hmm. either way my, my hope and plan and dream is by the time people hear this podcast on Sunday night, I'm done with this part. My part of it is done. Wow. That's what I'm hoping. Well, I mean, I've got to write the little booklet and all that stuff, but I've designed the extra cards that mm -hmm. are going in the uh, luxury edition deck. Uh-huh. So, well, yep. you know what I'm going to do? I'm working You're on... You're going to turn them all into files. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to create a font that is our font. Weird Mountain Gals font. Yep. I nice. am. And, I, you know, I want it, I just want to do that. I feel like it would be fun and the correct thing to do as far as this being our first um, deck of cards. Deck of cards. <laughs> our, our first. Our first. Lordy. I know it. I never thought that I, I would be involved in a project like that. And I gotta tell you, I'm, my focus is get, I'm getting really fascinated with the cards. I, you know, I, I'm at the shop and I don't even know how many kinds of cards are there. And I watch people, they'll come in and, and I watch them pick out cards because that's really close to where I'm at a lot. And it's just a really fascinating process to watch. People bond with their cards. And well, I, I don't you know... Have, you have to. You have to. Mm-hmm. That's... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of anxious to see what... Or not anxious. I'm just looking forward to all of this. You know, I think it's going to be really interesting. I think it's going to be something that... For some reason, I feel like I'll be I'll read those cards. I think. So far, everything that the the things that I check and the feelings that I have about it tell me that that might actually be my very first and maybe my only ever deck of cards. So I've never. Wow. Never, yeah, I know. I oh, mean, our buddy Cassie. Hey, Cassie. Um, you know, every time she sees the card, she will say, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to be able to read these. Yep, yep, yep. She can uh, see it already. Can she? Well, it's yeah. it's interesting, and I think that for whatever reason, I think I will be able to. So, we'll wait. We'll see. And if not, then I've still been involved with it. But I just have a feeling about this. And I've been trying to learn a little bit about how they function. And how your how cards function and and why it is. See, I've just never been called to to do anything with them before. And it may be that being in the shop and seeing all these different ones that have all this art on it, and watching the process with people, it may be that that's part of the reason that I'm fascinated. But still, whatever it is, it's got my attention. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I love the art. I look at it, you know. I look at it every now and then when I'm thinking about it, and 
you are really you're really very talented artist. Well, thank you. Uh, is there anything else that you that you are uh, like a Renaissance woman about that we don't know? Uh, <laughs> are you a, a, a world class ballerina in your spare time? Actually, I did take ballet when I was a kid. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. I, I did. This picture of Elfide was somewhere and and post them, but. Uh, yeah, I was like a little sausage child in a pink, pick the picture, I remember it was in a pink satin leotard sort of thing. Uh, I just looked like a little sausage. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but I loved it. I, I can remember dancing and loving dancing. And then later on, I mean, when I was growing up, and I took dance classes in college and in graduate school. Yeah. And then I took, uh, took some modern classes, modern dance classes, in my early 30s, I guess, before my youngin was born. Well, when you were in theater, did you ever do any musicals? Yeah. And did, yeah. did you do a lot of them? No, because I don't like them. Oh, okay. And it was usually my choice to do. Okay. How so about... Yeah, I'm, not a, I'm just not a fan. Um... I used to, uh, I used to laugh at. We did a show in grad in grad school, where I was, uh, I, I and a friend of mine were that we were the two quote unquote gypsies, in a children's fairy tale. And we had to sing and dance and wear garlands of garlic. <laughs> crazy, crazy time. And what was your favorite production that you were in as an actress? Oh gosh, that is so hard to say. I mean, I I did Beatrice and Much Ado About Nothing a couple times, mm -hmm. and I really, really loved doing that role. Mm -hmm. But I've, I've done a lot of roles that I love, so it's, it's hard hard to say. Uh, any comedy? Oh yeah, I'm actually pretty good at comedy. Are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised. I have pretty good timing. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I, I did one or two comedies in in high school. One or two. I was trying to remember what they were now, and I can't. We did, uh, we took one to state, uh, which was at Cabarrus County somewhere. And it was some comedy. I can't remember what it was. Our our buddy John was also in that one. Oh, well, I've done several plays with Mr. Yes, you have. He's wonderful to be on stage with. He's solid as a rock. Hmm, I guess so. Did he, uh, did y'all do Grapes of Wrath? No. No. I think I've asked you that question before. No, I, he was in that, though. That was at ACT. Okay, yes, it was. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and we still never, we never met each other. We never ran into each other. We went to the same funny? schools, basically lived in the same kind of, in the same neighborhood or real close. Uh, you know, knew the same people, did the same stuff, and never once ran into each other that we remember. It's so weird to me. It is very weird to me. But it's also not because that is also one of those things. It's like when it's time, then you meet the people you're supposed to meet. And that's, I know that sounds fatalistic, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. 
You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals.